0: Hey there, welcome to the Northwest Audio Podcast Midweek Formation. My name is Nick, I'm the community pastor here at Northwest, and I'm here with our lead pastor, Luke. Today we're going to be continuing our walk through the spiritual practices and talking about simplicity and what that looks like for our lives today. So, let's get right into it, shall we? Let's do it, man. Uh, So, we've used this language of creating space for God. When talking about spiritual disciplines and spiritual practices, and so the way I view simplicity is creating space for God in your head. Okay, because you know today we're so we're pulled in so many different directions every which way. I feel like um, you know how in the the old and old and olden days, like long, gone, I don't know if this was like medieval or what. I'm not a history buff, um, but for torture they would like tie your limbs to different horses or whatever, and then they would make them go into different directions, pull you apart. That's a thing, right?
1: Yeah. That is a thing.
0: Yeah. That's what I feel like we're doing to ourselves today. Okay, we're being pulled in all different directions, and we're like, oh, yeah, this is fine, but it literally is a torture device.
1: And <laughs> instead of it pulling our limbs off, it's pulling our soul apart.
0: Ooh, ooh, that's good. That's good.
1: Yeah, it's it's
0: pulling our insides apart. That's good. But at the end of the day, it's like very true. Like we think and we worry even about way more in a day. Honestly, even than people did 30 to 40 years ago, like 30 to 40 years ago, people did not have these, this many things to think about and this many things to worry about in their day. Okay. So like, let's just walk through what you might be thinking about in a day to day experience. Okay. So you have your own day to day responsibilities and to do lists. Okay. So you have work, you have home and those fill up, Like that fills up plenty of your headspace, honestly. But now add social media and add other people's lives that you're thinking about. Now add local, national, and global news.
1: At your fingertips. At your
0: fingertips. At all times. You're always thinking about it. Now add your favorite celebrities' news. Our favorite shows or movies that we're thinking about. What to wear. If you're a parent, you have to think about your kids. If you're married or in a relationship, you have to think about your partner. You think about the future and all of the uncertainty of literally everything in your life. If you're a follower in Jesus, you're thinking, how well am I following him? Am I doing everything right? Am I doing everything I'm supposed to? Am I loving well? Oh, and don't forget, this is all so overwhelming that now you need to create time for self-care or a hobby of some kind. So now you have to create space for that. Oh, 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 and you need to be healthier too which means exercising and making your food at home, but that's really hard because you have so much to do. How are you gonna cook and clean? That's the last thing you wanna do, so you might as well just go to fast food again. And then, as if to mock us every day, the question that plagues us all, what's for dinner? That is the one question. I told Maddie that and she was like, that question eats at my soul every day. (laughs) The worst part of that is that we meal plan. (laughs) And it, still, it still, still gets us. That question still gets us. And that's just the normal stuff. That's just the day-to-day things that everybody faces, not to mention the difficult things that you might be going through. You might be in the process of, of losing a loved one or you might have lost one recently. You might have received bad news from a doctor. You might be going through financial hardship. The car needs to go to the shop. The, there's family drama. There's marital tensions. Maybe you're a parent you're going through a tough season with your child. I think I've I've proven my point that there are a lot of things going through our minds, a lot of things, more than we could even imagine. And when you write it down like that, you're like, oh, my gosh, how do I possibly think about so many things? (laughs) And that's just like the tip of the iceberg, I feel like. I feel like there's even more things that I didn't. That's like that's not an exhaustive list. You know what it makes me think of? It makes me think of. I don't know if you remember these, Luke, the space bag commercials. Space bag?
1: Space bags, space bags. I, it doesn't ring a bell. No, no.
0: Oh my goodness! Maddie said the same thing.
1: What's a space bag?
0: Space bags. You know, space bags. Too much stuff, not enough space, and it starts with those. Com- it's the commercial starts with like their. It's all grayed out. Oh, it's vacuum packed. Yeah, yeah. And it's like the. Um, it starts out grayed and like black and white, <laughs> and she's like trying to put stuff in her closet. She's like, oh, you know, all frustrated, like very visibly frustrated, and. it's like too much stuff, not enough space, space bags. And then like, like the whole thing goes into color and she's like, oh, look, you know, like I can put all my stuff in this bag and vacuum it. And so we're like, we're trying to cram everything into our life. We're trying to use space bags (laughs) and it's not working.
1: (laughs) That's such a great analogy.
0: (laughs) It's not working.
1: You know what I mean? Like, you know, what's funny about space bags now that you got me thinking about that? Is that even if you vacuum seal your life and try to fill it and fill it all in, what we will do is we will just buy more space bags. Yes. And then eventually your closet runs out of room for the space bags, for the vacuum sealed things, (laughs) which causes more stress. And stress (laughs) is the number one thing that causes health issues. Yeah. And it's just like a perpetuating thing down the toilet.
0: Yeah. So unfortunately, it's not so simple as a space bag. The goal is not to create a way to fit everything in. Instead, simplicity is about taking stuff out.
1: Come on, dude.
0: It's like, hey, instead of trying to fit everything in, I should just take I should take some stuff out first. That's the way to do it. And so because of that, I, I personally think that simplicity is one of the harder spiritual disciplines, maybe the hardest to do in our cultural moment, because we live in a world of like more, 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 more. Give me more. I need more things to do. My worth is tied up in how many things I can do in a day. How many, how many things I can be. It's tied up in how many things I have. Like everything is more. Think of sayings like, you know, bigger is better. All or nothing. I want it all. You know, the land of plenty. It's like this this idyllic, this ideal place of like, wow, where I have all sorts of things. Like we want so much stuff. Listen to this. This is a song. Back in 2008, this song went wild amongst the people of America and probably the globe as well, I would think. Okay, here are the lyrics of this song. You ready? Let's hear them. Don't you see that bigger is better? And better is bigger. A little bit is never enough. I want it all. This is a, this is a real song. I want it all. I want it. I want it. The fame and the fortune and more. I want it all. I've got to have my star on the door. I want the world nothing less. All the glam and the press only giving me the best reviews. I want it all. What year was this? 2008. Can you guess it? Taylor Swift. No, not Taylor Swift. Um. Was it Maddie Wise? No, not Maddie Wise. She didn't write a song when we were okay. we were in second grade in 2008. I wouldn't put it past her to write a song <laughs> in second grade. No, that is Sharpe Evans from High School Musical 3. Oh wow. Wow. And now, granted, Sharpay Evans wasn't painted as like the, oh, everybody wants to be Sharpay. But let's be real. Every girl, if you were a parent at that time of a of a child that watched that show or that movie, um, or you were the child that watched that movie, you know a lot of people wanted to be Sharpay Evans. Okay? Everybody wanted to be like that. Everybody wanted it all. And I feel like it's just so, that shows so much that Disney was like, yes this is what we teach the children. (laughs) This is success. Like It's just like this this brainwashing in our culture of more, 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 more. A little bit is never enough. Unfortunately, what they don't tell you is the other side of the coin is that more, more, more will also never be enough. You will never have enough if you're trying to get more. It's just a constant feedback loop.
1: And I'm here to say that if you do fill up your life with stuff and you get everything that you want, there will be a, a tipping point. Mm. I, think of a, um, I think of a canoe. Many years ago, it, Chris Dunbar, he's on our preaching team. Uh, he and his wife, Krista, they came up to Canada with myself and my wife at the time. None of us had kids. And we went for a canoe ride, and all four of us got in the canoe. All four of us. It was a pretty small canoe. All
0: four of you got in the canoe. And so,
1: like the waterline, four people uh, yeah, in a canoe, dude, dude, like four like grown adults, right? <laughs> like this wasn't just like, hey, put the kids in the canoe. It was just like, no, let's put the four grown adults in the canoe. And the waterline came up to the very edge. <laughs> oh, I canoe. believe it.
0: Oh, that's so. Like, funny. if we had
1: put even a shoe or like a jacket into that canoe. The water would have come up over this, you know, the, the, yeah. the side of the canoe, and so we are filling our lives mm. so much to the point where there will be a tipping point. Yeah, and and in, instead of you wanting more and more and more, you'll actually get everything you want and you'll sink.
0: <laughs> oh, that's good. That's a good. You'll a good sink analogy there, and
1: you'll sink into the weight of filling your life to that point.
0: Yeah. No, it's tough. It's hard because. This is that whole like unlearning yep. thing right here. Yep. is that our culture is so like, it's like foundational to our culture of this land of excess and more, more, more like everything I have isn't enough. You know yep. what I mean? And so simplicity is really just trying to counteract that. Okay. And honestly, a hundred years ago, simplicity wasn't as big of a spiritual practice. I'm sure because life was already a little bit simple. But now we have to be very um, intentional about simplifying our life and simplifying the mess in our heads um, to create space for God to fill. Like, it's no wonder that we're like, oh, why can't I hear God? Why can't I um, feel God's presence? Why am I not doing all of these things? It's so difficult. Well, maybe if you took some stuff out of your life, maybe it wouldn't be so difficult. Hmm. And I know that's that's easier said than done. I know we all have the things that we're like, we're looking at this long list like I just had. I just gave this long list of things we do in a day. And you're like, I can't get rid of any of those things. Like a lot of those, like I have to take care of my family still. I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to, like the list goes on and on. But I'm telling you, there are some things on that list that you think need to be there, but don't. I'm sure there's something. I'm I'm sure of it. If you give me your list of things that you think about on a day-to-day basis, I'm sure that I can look at some things and say, that can go. That can go. That can go. Yeah. Yeah. Because the Spirit of God is more important than those things.
1: Or what the Spirit of God wants for you is very mm. different than what you want for you.
0: Yes. Yeah. No, that's brilliant. So, I don't know. I just think this is a very difficult practice. Um, if you listen to my message on simplicity from January of 2022, you will find that I tried this. I tried to do simplicity and I failed at it because I didn't get the heart behind it. So let me, let me explain that a little bit. Um, Although I do recommend listening to it. What I mean by that is that I tried it. I tried to remove stuff. I I said, you know what? I'm just going to wear this outfit. That way I don't have to think about clothes, but then suddenly it didn't help anything. It didn't make me more loving. It didn't make my marriage better. It didn't make anything in my life more simple. And it's because I didn't have the heart thing. The heart was not being transformed by the practice as it's supposed to be. Like we talked about in, that, for in the, first, um, the first podcast of this collection, um, we talked about you know, your heart has to be there. Because if it's not bringing you closer to Jesus, then it's not doing its job. And so that's one thing I do want to warn against with this practice is that it's really easy to get caught up in just like, oh, spring cleaning, let me just get rid of all my stuff. That will make my life better. Like it's not, you can't stop there. It's not It's not as simple as that.
1: <laughs> that's too good. it's too good.
0: <laughs> it's 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 a little bit more. You get rid of the stuff, but then you fill it back with something to bring you closer to God, something to make you more loving, something to make you... Um, transformed by the Spirit of God in joy and love and peace.
1: So Nick, you mentioned how this probably was not a huge problem a hundred years ago. Right. Just because of different times and eras throughout history. And we live in the most um, like possession-heavy time in the history of the world. Yeah. And in the most possession-heavy country in the whole world. Yeah. And so, you know, what what I think United States is what three hundred and thirty plus million people, but we consume somewhere between like what seventy and eighty percent of the world's resources or something crazy like yeah. that. It's just wild. And so, you know, I can't help but wonder if there are I, I've had the super unique privilege of getting to travel a lot of the world, especially in my twenties, and I've gotten to see like villages in Africa where kids are making really cool innovative toys, but out of trash from the like the dump it's like, there's just like a possession less that they experience, like they have nothing. But I figured out a way to like live with that and be happy and so forth and so on. And that's like kind of touching and kind of beautiful. But our reality here in the West, our environment, we're like marketed to every day. Mm -hmm. There's algorithms within social media that know how often we stop on a certain image. It calculates the amount of time, our eyes are hitting that particular image. It increases the algorithm yeah. based on like our interests, blah, blah, blah. You everybody knows that. And so, like you had said a hundred years ago, this is probably not a huge problem because all throughout the Middle Ages, um, there was the, the the monarchy establishments throughout history, the monarchy was the resources were consumed and consolidated within the royal family. Yeah. And the subjects typically quote unquote pagans, <laughs> like the <laughs> the the simpletons the um you mean peasants peasants i meant peasants not pagans <laughs> totally met peasants <laughs> the peasants uh live from the those pagans the peasants <laughs> the peasants live you know virtually from from nothing right from nothing um i will never know what it means to live from nothing yeah and and there's there's probably an exercise in there somewhere of just like totally living from nothing one day however I really don't think that possessions in and of themselves or a full schedule in and of itself is actually the problem. The problem is that there's a tension to manage. You know, you get people like, so Wayne Gruden was my professor in, at Phoenix Seminary. He wrote a book called The Poverty of Nations. And The Poverty of Nations, he, his thesis was presenting a, a, um, a solution to lift people up out of poverty. And it was really simple. It was produce more goods and services. So there are there are some places around the globe that need to innovate and produce more goods and services. The west has overproduced goods and services. Mm. And so we've filled the canoe to the filling point, the tipping point and we're sinking in an overproduction of goods and services. That's literally what inflation comes from. Yeah. Is too much money floating around the market, too yeah. much money floating around the economy. That's that's how inflation happens. Yeah. And so we live in an environment where we've overproduced goods and services, our schedules are too full, we have too many options for possessions, and now that we have options, we think we have to have the best option of that food, the best option of our child's sport, the best option of that clothing, and so, you know, and on and on and on. And so there is a a tension here because um, there's probably great discipline and wisdom in stripping back all of the things in our life that are distracting us, from sitting in God's presence regularly, uh, but at the same time, like you shouldn't be coming to work naked, right? <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> in one sense, you need clothes, right? In another sense, you don't need tons of clothes. Yeah. So what's what's the you what's, don't need
0: you don't need everything <laughs> new from Target. <laughs>
1: Perfect, but yet we live in an environment where Target knows how to market to you. So oh, they do.
0: I love Target. <laughs> I love Target. So what's like? No shame. No
1: shame. So what's the what's the takeaway here? here here's here's what I would say. Richard Foster does a, a champion job talking about simplicity. Obviously, Comer does too, and, and Ruthless Elimination her, of her. I think Nick will link both of those books in yeah, the I show will. notes. Here, here's what I would say. If your schedule and what you possess. Be it close or otherwise, is producing anxiety. Mm. You have too much of it. Yeah. If 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 your life is full of anxiety because your schedule, your friendship circles, and your possessions have filled the canoe to the tipping point, and you're beginning to sink, that anxiety is your litmus test. Yeah. You have just, you have been caught in the environment of a world that of the West who overproduces goods and services i think it was in comer's book the introductory chapter something about like uh the slow life you know and Mm -hmm. like during you know 100 years ago in the west even um little house on the prairie style like how did you fill your time well we would mend socks yeah (laughs) can you imagine anyone in 2023 taking the time to mend no, socks, they'd be like, "Oh, it ripped. I'll throw it away and buy a new one." Because I have a basket full of socks. Yes. <laughs> so you know that's obviously a little just, but I only funny, have tw- right? I only have
0: twenty pairs of socks. So now that this one's ripped, I have to go buy twenty more.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I, you know it goes well beyond possessions, but there is there is a an incredible gift, a means of grace in the discipline of simplifying your life, right? Because God doesn't want you to be an anxious person. No, God does does not desire for you, or or like clap when your life is so full that the water begins to come over the side of the canoe. And I, I think again, there lies the tension, the tension of I do not believe God has called us to a slothful, sluggish life. Mm-hmm. I, I think He's called us to a life that produces kingdom value. Yeah. Right. And and um, but. We just, man, we live in such a time. This cultural moment of overconsumption, it's sinking us, man. Yeah. And it's sinking our children and it's sinking our families because we want what we don't have and we wanna be where we are not. And when we get what we don't have and when we get to where we, don't, where we are not, we realize that's not enough. And then we keep filling and we keep filling and then we keep sinking and then we keep sinking. So if you are a follower of Jesus, the discipline of allowing the Spirit to strip away the things in your life that are unnecessary so as to simplify your life so you can enjoy what you have. Right? And so
0: that you can produce kingdom value. value. And honestly, I think it's really good that you said that because that's the whole... One of the roots of, of simplicity is in Matthew 6 when he says, you know, seek first the kingdom of God. Come on. And all these things, all of these things, all the food and the drink and the what you'll wear, like everything that you're worried about. All of those things will be taken care of. Mm. All of those things yep. will be just fine. Let's go. You don't have to be anxious about it. There's no reason to be anxious about it. Let's go. But seek first the kingdom of God. So it's not just a don't worry about it. It's a twofold Unlearned. call. Unlearn, unlearn to it's a, It's a, yeah. hey, don't worry about this. Instead, seek first the kingdom of God. Yeah. If you're seeking first the kingdom of God, you won't worry about those things because those aren't your concern. Your concern is the kingdom of God.
1: Dude, I got to tell you this and my brother would never listen to this podcast so I can tell the story. But <laughs> so my brother, he put together, I hope he does just this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, He put together this really, really neat, um uh, like vacation, like spring break vacation okay, for his, for his kids. And, uh, they're, they're an amazing family. They're, they're at a, they're at a church up the road here, uh, North of us. And, they 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 love the Lutheran vibe. That's that's their vibe. Oh, awesome! Yeah, yeah, totally. And um, I'll tell you, he got home and he told me about his trip. And like, he described how he had spent about nine months planning this one-week spring break vacation, <laughs> for him and his three kids.
0: Nine months. Yeah, Whoa. yeah.
1: And he kind of described the schedule of that spring break vacation, and like. I'm, like, scratching my head, you know, because as a pastor, I wouldn't ever even be able to afford a spring break vacation like that anyhow, so I'm just kind of like, oh, vicariously <laughs> living through him. But also, like, dang, dude, like, you're living it up. And he described the schedule for it? We're talking, like, every single half-day, four-hour chunk, for, like, nine days straight, was specifically allocated to something in that vacation. And... It sounded like the most whirlwind, stressful, stressful, yeah, crazy vacation I have ever heard in my life. Now he, knowing him, he probably like loved it, yeah. But we have done that to our lives. Mm. We've done that to our lives. We have we have filled our proverbial life's vacation with so much because we think that like, well, this is all the time I got. I gotta live my best life. Right. Yeah. There's a, there's a cultural axiom. And it's just, it's like, no man, I think that when you encounter Christ and you keep encountering Christ over and over and over again, like he kind of slows you down. Yeah. <laughs> he takes you to the Psalm 23. Yeah. Like, he takes you to like, I'm not just going to invite you to the green pasture next to the creek. I'm going to I'm going to guide you. I'm also going to whip you down. <laughs> like I'm going to push you down to force you to slow yourself. Like mm-hmm. slow your role. Like slow your role. Like, Eternity is a long, long time. Like, yeah. don't worry. Like, don't worry. And we have just all, we've packed our vacations, man. And yeah. it's just with like things and experiences and we're wondering like, why I, Why does my soul feel like it's being pulled in all these different directions? Yeah.
0: It's no wonder that like some of the vacations that were like, oh, that was the best vacation are the ones that we like just sit. I don't know about you if you've had vacations like that but I've had vacations where I've like done nothing and there was there was no agenda and I felt so rested I was like oh my gosh bro I just had breakfast and what am I gonna do I think I'm just gonna like play solitaire bro. because I can you know I'm just gonna like <laughs> sit by <laughs> myself and just like just like look out at the beach and be like oh yeah I can just do whatever I want there's no agenda there's play nothing that solitaire. I have to do like I don't have any any tasks any responsibilities I can just be you know it was just those are, I look back at those vacations and I'm like, oh, that sounds so nice. Yeah. And the nice thing about it isn't necessarily the fact that I was like just in this tropical place. I mean, obviously that's great and that's, that's super amazing and, and, and enjoyable, but the thing that I remember most about those vacations is the slowness and the fact that I didn't have to worry about anything. And I think that says a lot about our culture. Like the, the, the biggest, like the, the most clear glimpse that we can get of, of non-worry is a week vacation in a faraway place.
1: Boy, that's sad. Like if that's that's, our vision of
0: simplifying life. How is that an enjoyable life? We're like, yeah, I'm just going to work myself so hard, fill up my schedule so hard, make myself anxious so much that i just can't do anymore the i feel so much weight that i just need a vacation i'll go away for a week love it so much and then i'll be like okay now back to the grind back to the grind like how is that how is that enjoyable at all
1: there's a good there's a good word right there the grind i mean western people like live by the grind by the grind yeah and again the, again the tension the tension of you know not called to a life of laziness or slothfulness called to a life of 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 producing value for the for the kingdom and yeah. making a contribution
0: while you're here and and the, and but the best part is that kingdom the way the kingdom works is slowly come on now and so i think we just need to we misunderstand because we look at it with our own lens of like oh kingdom value that means i need to work my butt off that means i need to go hard every single day for the kingdom and I need to just need to go, 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 go. But Jesus is like, that's not how my kingdom works. Like, stop trying to bring your kingdom into mine. Cool. Like, quit it. That's not man. how we. That's not how we do things here. Like, this is, this is not the kind of environment we have in our workplace. <laughs> like, Dude, we that. go slowly. We that. move gracefully, patiently, with kindness and love, and with joy, and we just enjoy what we're doing. Hmm. because we just love people and so we just want to love on people and that's just what we're doing Hmm. there's no there's no rush there's no anxiety with it it's just simple it's just a simple task of loving your neighbor and loving me
1: isn't 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 a picture of simple attractive in a world of chaos and complication oh i i
0: i think of that and i'm like man you
1: can attribute that
0: i honestly i say if only i could have that oh wait i can
1: (laughs) you can you can really like project that vision of like simple in a world of chaos and complication you can you can project that onto just about anything yeah marriage a family up you know bringing up a family like church yeah right and so like we've way overcomplicated church
0: oh yeah absolutely we have
1: and you know gosh, there's just something so powerful about simplifying things. And, you know, that, that's true down to the very, like, the most powerful statements are the simple statements. The most powerful mm-hmm. relationships are the most simple relationships. And, like, there's, it's, it's in the complication and the convoluted. And so, like, here, here's, here would be, in my opinion, Nick, here would be a tangible for at least someone in my context, mid to late 30s. With children, demanding job. Here's what I would say. If your children are interested in sports, encourage them to pick one, not six. (laughs) Just pick one. Just pick one, not six. If you've got vacations planned this year, um, which I think are beautiful, and and I do too, maybe think through how to use that time to decompress and relax and spend face-to-face time with your children and your family over board games and coffee and good food uh, and instead of running around like a crazy person hitting your agenda to a the chicken tee. with your head cut off oh my gosh and then it'll just be a whirlwind and okay so how about just close and i don't know anybody that like doesn't have some value on i want to look good i want to look nice and there's i don't think there's anything wrong with um showing up to be taken seriously like yeah. if i showed up on a sunday in board shorts and flip-flops and a tank top <laughs> i don't think people would take me very seriously right so i don't think there's anything wrong with presenting yourself as your age does it make yeah. sense it's um, just
0: there's a there's a fine line between that and then you don't need to. You don't and then need being th- like I need the approval from people. You don't need a
1: thousand dollar Gucci boots to to preach God's word. Like I freaking love preacher <laughs> sneakers. Have you, have you ever followed these people? Yes. It's it, they kind of call out like celebrity Christian leaders for their overspending on their wardrobe. It's just it's like half humor, half call out. Yeah, <laughs> and I kind of like it because you know there's something too. Like dude, you're overcompensating. Like why are you wearing Louis Vuitton? Like what in the world? Like you have the message of the gospel. You got all you need. Yeah. So, so I my head goes there. It's like the like clothes, schedule, vacations, sports for your kids, even food, even food. Like you you do not need to be going out to Ruth's Chris every weekend.
0: Ruth's Chris. Oh
1: my god. Like gosh. simplify your life. Like buy some rice and broccoli, and cook it yourself. Get some phenomenal spices and make yourself some food at home so i don't know when i think of simplifying your life or simplicity i just think of like the whole life the whole experience not just possessions not just this not just that i'm thinking like friendships you know what causes me anxiety like trying to manage more f- friendships mm. than i know i'm capable of mm. even though i'm a people person like i love people yeah but i'm an introvert too and so when no, I No, th- that's a very real thing. It's a very real thing especially in a growing church where you feel the pressure to like
0: like I feel like I need to be this friend for people but I know that I'm not capable. I want to be present
1: that. in this person's life and I know that I'm I've hit my tipping point. Yeah. And there there's waters about to come into the canoe. And we all do it. We all try to fill our lives w- with too many friends. Yeah. With too many clo- too much clothes. I bet we could all like we could all thin out our wardrobes. Oh, absolutely. And pass it on to someone. Who I try to. In
0: it. I try to often, but then I look at it and I'm like, I'd wear that. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't know. I'm I'm low key a little bit of like a hoarder when it comes to clothes. Uh oh. Uh oh. Like a little yeah. bit. Yep. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, I, I I like this shirt. I might wear it. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's. That's the practice. That's the practice. Simplicity, um, simplifying your life, creating space for God in your brain, um, in your wardrobe. (laughs) I don't don't know. Um, But there's just, it's a very real thing. Brain fatigue and decision fatigue and all of these things. Like, There are plenty of studies showing that um, it's starting to show in our world that more is not better and that bigger is not better.
1: The anxiety in your life will fall Yeah, as the simplicity of your life rises.
0: That's good. That's good. Yeah.
1: The anxiety of your life will fall as the simplicity of your life rises. I think that that really is like the summary of what we're talking about.
0: Yeah. Well, if you have questions or things that you want us to talk about on the podcast, you can let us know by going to the media tab on our website at mercyroadnw.com. We encourage you to do that. We encourage you to take this for yourselves and make it as beneficial for you as possible. Um, That's what it's here for. Uh, On our website, you'll also be able to find more details and information about our community, and you can get a hold of me or Luke there as well if you go to our staff page. So thanks for joining us, and we will talk to you again soon.